This is a My Michelle Live podcast. Weekend Review. A look back at the week. It's My Michelle Live Weekend Review. Here's Michelle. Michelle and my co-host Adam Rizieri. We are taking on the news of the week. We have the monumentous task of unspinning the news and infusing into it a message of hope because it is always there. There is always a God story lurking underneath, ready to change your world and give you hope in the midst of it. And that's what we do. Come along for the ride. It's going to be a good one today. Adam, hey. Hey, hey, rocking and rolling. It's December already. How crazy is that? I know. Oh, my God. Like, whoa, when did that happen? <laughs> there it is. It's December. It's you know, beginning this is... to look a lot like Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> they were saying winter is coming, right? So sure enough, here it is. Winter has arrived, right? Like it's Dude, finally I woke cold up and... to snow today, and I know for a lot of people around the country, it's, yes. Yeah, so what? So here's the thing. I live in Seattle, and snow here in the city only comes a couple times a year. It just stays for a moment, and then it's gone. So it's always magical to us, but it totally is looking a lot like Christmas. But in our first news story, it's looking a lot like Christmas, except for if you're the illegitimate child child of a certain son of a certain president this is a weird story and this is weird the reason we're going to bring it up is because i want you to understand as we unspin things the hypocrisy that we often see out there it's all over and it's not just with the president of the United States or the left. However, it's not reported. And if you can't, if you can't show sunlight on crap, it sunlight's a disinfectant. You can't make (laughs) things better. So let's talk about this, Adam. Yeah. Sunlight is like the poobie gone, really. (laughs) So, so, you know, a lot of people will get ready for Christmas after Thanksgiving and in my situation, we started at Labor Day because of the babies, so we're a little bit different. But to leave it to First Lady Jill to unveil the White House Christmas decorations. She did that this week. Very cool. And I got to say, like, it looked like she was showing off some pretty nice-looking stockings over the fireplace for eight of President Biden's grandchildren. So, Michelle, I think if my granddad were the president, I'd be pretty proud of that. I'd be like, yeah, that's my grandpa. But what happens Even if you disagree, it's a, I just want to say it is a position of honor and that position is going to be respected. Before we tell you exactly what we're talking about today, I'll give you an example. You will never hear me say Mr. Biden. I will always refer to him as President Biden because I respect that position. But what happens when the president doesn't respect his grandchildren. What the heck, Adam? It's it's a sad situation because in, in Dr. Jill's display for Christmas, there, there were stockings there for the first dog named Commander and the first cat named Willow. But Hunter's four-year-old daughter, Hunter Biden's four-year-old daughter, little Navy Joan Roberts, she was not included in this collection of Christmas display for the Biden grandchildren. And you might ask yourself, well, Why? That's weird, isn't it? The thing is, Hunter Biden isn't exactly a guy of high moral character. And I know that might surprise and shock many of you. Learned that Hunter Biden basically hooked up with a stripper at a D.C. strip club. And after a night of this and that, um, sure enough, this lady named 
her name was London Alexis Roberts. She got pregnant. And you know what? When a man gets a woman pregnant, there's typically some responsibilities that follow from that, right? Hunter wanted to try and get away from some of those. So all of a sudden, after this child was born, there was a paternity test, a court-ordered paternity test that verified with scientific certainty that, in fact, as Mari says, Hunter, you are the father. And so Hunter basically then was in court, right? And he was trying to get away from the topic of child support, at which point he claimed that he was unemployed, Despite the fact, just never mind the fact that he was on the board of Ukrainian gas company Burisma making $50,000 a month. So why should he have to pay a dollar for this child that he had? That it's called obligation. And you know what? It's really sad, though, because the truth of all of this is that the child is the real victim here. Little This little baby here, this little four-year-old daughter of Hunter Biden, she's not being recognized by her grandpa. She's not. I don't think she's even met Hunter. She's never, never met her father. This kid is a victim, and I think that's really sad to see that President Biden isn't using this as an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? You had a child, and we're going to love this kid. We're going to take care of this kid, and we're going to welcome her into the family, irrespective of mistakes that were or were not made by the parents. This is my granddaughter. And you know what? President Biden is not using this as a moment to set an example and to be a loving grandparent. It's really sad. That is, it is heart-wrenching. It really is that children... And it's not their fault. And it's sad because we see that with the abortion issue. We punish innocent unborn children because somebody made a mistake. So they have to pay the price. And it just really doesn't make sense. That level of hate, maybe, is that a strong word? Is that too strong for this? I don't know. But it's sad to me. It's definitely not something that's founded in love, right? It's not founded from a position of love or compassion. It's just, I think it maybe your hate, mom's maybe just, not good enough. Your right? the circumstances aren't good enough for us. What? Even from Hunter's perspective, like man, reality check. Look in the mirror. You're a recovering crackhead. That you know, literally after you broke up with your dead brother's widow, who you were dating and sleeping with, and also sleeping with her sister. You impregnate this stripper. Look in the mirror, Hunter, man. Do a quick reality check on yourself and maybe use this as a moment for redemption and to be a better person. Unfortunately, we're not seeing that. We're seeing him go around trying to make crappy art and selling it for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hey, if uh, people are going to pay for it, I'll, more power to them. Hey, you know what? You can, yeah, you can, you can buy my, my colored glue art and my macaroni art and all that kind of stuff. I'll make you some of that. <laughs> but this is you the know, kind so of guy he is. The kind of guy he is. A report th- linking Hunt and Biden to sending thousands of dollars to Russia and Ukraine, Ukrainian women who lived in the U.S., this link to human trafficking. My goodness. My. Yeah, it's par for the course. It really is. But the protection level. Look, just because you have a crazy ass child doesn't mean that you're a bad person, right? It happens. It really does. It happens to some of the best of the family, best of families. But the level of cover up from the family and from the press is not, again, as we stated, it is not okay. A little bit of sunlight does some serious good. And speaking of sunlight, let's go to the sunshine state and share some of the cray that's coming out of California. California knows how to pay reparations. Okay, so maybe y'all heard this story about Newsom, and he's trying to basically find a way to just shell out 
tons of money that the state of California does not have. And so what he did was he literally, he signed over the power to create a reparations committee that is now recommending handing out $223,200 per person to the descendants of slaves, despite the fact that California was not a slave state, despite the fact that California taxpayers will have to find a way to front this money, and also despite the fact that the state has not quite figured out exactly how this program is going to be funded or allocated. And like I'm kind of thinking about all of this, and so far they're projecting a total cost to the state of $559 billion dollars which is insane. But what is this restitution effort, this topic of reparations? Is this something that really, I don't see it as being something that's really needed today. It's something that kind of fuels this idea of victimhood when in fact, man, people in this country, irrespective of where you come from, irrespective of what your family history is, my family got here in the early 1900s speaking no English. You can literally do anything here. And, um, so I guess I'm just saying that whatever the state tries to do here, they're not helping anybody. They're certainly not helping their balance sheet, but they're not really even helping black people here. Like they're just creating some crappy program. I think that Gavin Newsom will use to try and gain support to because legitimize what want. Yeah, what might it's be basically a paying run, you. Right? I pay you. You owe me, and it's crazy because how do you d- identify who is? a descendant of slaves because we've intermixed so much. And so how many of us have that somewhere in our background? So do you have to do a DNA test? And if you are a certain percentage of African-American, but what if you weren't your African-American bloodline was actually from one of the African-American slave owners? And if you want real reparations, then you need to go back to the countries who freaking sold their people of their own country to slavery to slavery that's no reparations and can i ask one other question why the dang hell is not 650,000 lives that were taken during the civil war to free slaves why isn't that reparation enough have we've spilt freaking blood to better ourselves and to get away from the evils of slavery that's not enough so well said michelle we really have spilt so much blood to get to the freedoms that we have today and going back to like how do you even apply for this program like how do you even certify any of this my my first thought was, you know what, just pull an Elizabeth Warren applying to Harvard and just check the box and then wait for somebody to check you decades later. Like Rachel uh, Dozel. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's Pull a good Rachel question, Dozel. dude. Because why isn't race fluid? Why can't we have Elizabeth Warrens and Rachel, Rachel Dozels? Because I identify as why isn't race fluid when sex is fluid? Sex is biological. There, It's science race you can have any kind of mix there's no real race other than the human race race is the real social construct social society is constructed oh because your skin is a little bit darker than you are this or because this is your background you're a different race like an alien from another planet it does not make sense 
Once upon a time, Italian was considered Latin because it was a Latin-based language. And then in the, I think it was the mid-century, they were like, no, Italians are not in that group. We're actually going to isolate that to more of a geographic allocation and then use Hispanic to, to represent the Iberian Peninsula. But you're right, Michelle, like this is just more garbage from the state of California that frankly, they're, I think, discussing now and it hasn't come to fruition in terms of a real thing yet. There's no bill that says we're going to pay reparations today, but it's really just political garbage coming from Gavin Newsom so that he can legitimize a potential run for president if Biden doesn't go for it. Oh, dear Actually, God, save us. There is This is something that we need to take into consideration. If we look down the road, when we look back on this time in history, we're going to laugh at the backwardsness and the silliness and, and really they were so unenlightened and they thought so highly of themselves and yet they believed this crap and that's one of the reasons I'm really glad we do this show and I hope that historians look back and say there were some people with a voice of reason why didn't the society on whole believe it <laughs> but we see that this silliness of fake racism is everywhere. And it's it's sad. If it would be laughable if it wasn't so sad. Here's an example. Tim Burton's new Wednesday is called Racist. It's a racist show. It needs to be canceled. Guess why? Because sometimes the bad people or the bullies or people who act badly were black what black people are not allowed to be shown as bullies because right. they have the propensity as much as anybody else. So we, but no, we well, can't show that. How also Michelle, maybe those individual actors just auditioned the best for those roles. Like maybe that actor did a great job researching the role, showing up to the audition and winning the job. That's but they merit. shouldn't get that job. We should we should take them. <laughs> and doesn't that disproportionately affect blacks if you can't cast them in certain roles? I would Speaking think so. of disproportionality, like equity, right? you're gonna love this one. Daylight savings time Since is price, now racist. I heard about that at racist alarm clock. I freaking knew it. <laughs> and you know what? If it gets us to not have to spring forward in, in the springtime, I might be okay with this you one. Know, but no, seriously, it's an article <laughs> from the health reporter on CNN that said that daylight savings time disproportionately affects black people so, of color. The rest of you, you could sleep in. I know Senator Rubio in Florida has been on the crusade to get rid of daylight savings time, but like most of the arguments I've heard from our conservatives in, in, in the Senate have been like really more like logical. Like the fact that, you know, when the time goes back an hour, there are like more instances of cardiac events. Like the ERs at hospitals fill up really quickly because people are stressed out by the change. Anytime but the idea that go, it's a racist alarm clock, come on. A racist alarm clock. <laughs> Anytime we go against nature, it works badly for us. Okay, so when we start to do genital mutilation on kids who believe that they are another sex and at the same time they believe in Santa Claus, it doesn't work well for us. Anytime that we go against nature, like putting masks on our face instead of letting our, for healthy people, instead of letting our immune system do its job, now we have more people sick from the flu and other things because our immune system is worth crap. Anytime you go against nature, doesn't work so well for you. No. And if you 
Michelle, what do you think the Biden administration would call the position of the person who's like there to patrol time equity? <laughs> what would that person be like? You are the alarm clock czar. And it's, you know what, <laughs> Vice President Harris, you've got time. Maybe you can go and not solve that problem. <laughs> oh, my Gideon. Okay. During time equity. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't believe us, we, we say all this stuff and you go, oh, come on. Fine. We'll just give you an example. One word, one noun, California. California. <laughs> it's an example Such, of what not to do. <laughs> it so is. Really, it's like prosperity just is not compatible with central planning. That's why communist China looks to America for everything. We created everything that they knocked off, <laughs> that they continue to knock off right now from a goods perspective. But there's this quote from Thomas Jefferson. It's the pillars of our prosperity are the most thriving when left most free to individual enterprise. This is no shocker. And frankly, if you consider what happened just a mile from Nancy Pelosi's home. Oh, this story. I don't know if you guys heard about the 10-month-old infant who overdosed on fentanyl in a park that was literally just a mile from Pelosi's house. You have We have this border crisis that's just getting worse. I think almost 80,000 people crossed in November that we know of. And with them comes fentanyl manufactured from China. And now we're seeing there was actually a middle school in Bakersfield where a kid showed up to the middle school with 150 little fentanyl pills, multicolored, looking like candy, like what could go wrong? Can you imagine if that was passed out to a class or if that were distributed as part of some sort of Halloween thing? Like, man, you would have like literally like dozens of kids ODing on fentanyl. And my guess is there's not enough Norcan that would get to them fast enough. Thank God in the case of this infant who overdosed by Pelosi's house, authorities were able to get to the child in time to reverse the effects using the Narcan, but... My God, that's just a, that's crazy. Like, how could you look at a city, San Francisco, a once great American city, and now in one of the nicer neighborhoods of that city, you've got children who can't even walk in a park without, if not being in fear for a dangerous person or just a dangerous person all, at all going after them, you have to worry about drugs being discarded by a trash can or by a basketball hoop or by a slide. And then a child ingesting such a, that kind of drug, it's just a terrible reality. The San Francisco government, it's not doing anything to fix these problems because there is so much corruption there. You have city leaders who are working two jobs illegally. They're getting paid six-figure jobs by the government, and then they're using their positions of authority to go and also work for companies and organizations that get government grants, also where they're oftentimes getting six-figure jobs. There were over 300 employees that were found, that were government employees found to be doing this kind of thing. And you know what? San Francisco is an expensive place to live. Even if you're in six figures, it's still a hard place to, to make ends meet, just given the, the absurd cost of living. Mm -hmm. But you have corruption at its finest in a city like this, and that's why we're not seeing any sorts of improvements. The elite remain in those positions of, of elite status, and those who are below the elite have no upward mobility. And we continue to give in to an illogical, emotion-driven ideology, which is truly based on compassion. But our compassion is killing people. We are killing people with our compassion because we don't hold people accountable, because we excuse things that are evil and wrong, because we say, oh, open borders, no human is illegal, and 
yet when people cross into the borders, children are taken and sold into human trafficking. They don't often live past their teens because their bodies have been used so much by horrific sexual acts. And we just ignore it the people that actually get into the united states aren't the poorest of the poor that we could be helping they're the people who can afford to get here they're almost elite in that regard and right, and right. then we take them out of their country and they have the funds that they were able to come to america with are now no longer often in their country sometimes the people will send money back to their families and thank god for that if they are here but how sad what a messed up system because our compassion it has outridden our logic and it's literally been fueled by terrible policies being passed on by the administration by the biden administration just after the election we had a group of, of lawmakers who went down to the border and i believe kevin mccarthy from california was leading this group of lawmakers and he observed a woman who had been hung over the board, like just hung from an elevated position on the border. And they literally, like the cartels cut off her, some of her limbs and displayed them as a sign to those who are basically paying the cartels the thousands of dollars it costs to be basically trafficked across. So it's like you have this terrible group of people, the cartels, who are being very strongly enriched by the Biden administration. And they are committing terrible acts against humanity, just terrible crimes compassion you know this but you're just for bringing than, that up adam i'm sorry I'm so yeah the white the white guy thing too right like, yes and obviously. i'm sure you, your your son's what a month old now have you already observed racist tendencies yeah i've been reading Kennedy's anti-racist baby book to him every night <laughs> no, <you will> not. <laughs> oh my gosh not. your wife would come unglued <laughs> oh my gosh i would just oh my gosh she's my hero i love it's her. so embarrassing for me though because i went to boston university for grad school and i was so excited about the fact that man this is where martin luther king got his phd this is pretty cool and now freaking Ibram Kennedy is on their staff. So it's just like, how far <laughs> they've fallen? But I'm just like, I'm almost like, will you guys take my graduate degree back? It's not worth Never as mind. much anymore. <laughs> I just don't even care. But gosh, like anti-racist baby. I'll tell you what, a baby, like the idea that a baby is racist is just such garbage. Because man, like the baby cries for every bodily function, burping, fart, like burp, fart, poop, like hungry. There's no thought in that baby's mind. Oh, like. It better be like a, I'm a white baby. It better be a white person who gives me my bottle. It better be a white person who changes my diaper. <laughs> baby doesn't freaking care who like what you look like. They probably prefer the special treatment to come from mom or dad. But like at the end of the day, give me that bottle. It doesn't matter if you're a black nurse or a white nurse or an Asian nurse. Just give me that bottle. Like babies are not racist. It's just such a stupid it is. idea. And again, <laughs> the stupidity we can see it playing out in real time in California. It's just true. This is another story coming out of the sunshine state oh michelle the same sex attracted right yeah they're or, sorry no minor attracted is that the word the minor, the minor attracted, attracted is, oh my yeah, gosh yeah. they are releasing pedophiles the same year they were incarcerated because really you can't really blame them they just have an attraction to younger children and this is no. this is a horrible discrimination against people just because of their preference this right. is not a preference thing. Like this is, I guess it is, but it's just like a man, minor attracted to see like the left sort of try to legitimize pedophilia is so disgusting. There's nothing sexual about, about a baby. 
When we when we glorify sexual appropriation in the form of drag queens and queens, they, they that can be funny if you're an adult. You can see the kind of humor in it. But what they're doing is akin to blackface. It really is. You're culturally appropriating. Totally. You're making fun of the of females, and it's. Why is that okay? And then utilizing some of that in libraries to sexualize children, encouraging genital mutilation, and then legitimizing pedophilia and releasing people because we just are a kinder, gentler nation is absolutely sick. It's like the idea of, so there is this one trans woman named Dylan that I guess was at the White House recently and I saw this thing about Dylan trying to quote normalize the bulge and it's okay a woman doesn't have a bulge you can't normalize that I'm (laughs) sorry we're we're just trying why are we trying to normalize things that just don't make any sense this is just ridiculous pedophilia doesn't make sense you can't normalize that a woman is a woman by the way like that's normal (laughs) one more story from california you put this in the lineup today oh yeah jesse smollett 2.0 how about that so i don't know if you guys have heard of this one california lawmaker senator scott wiener um (laughs) that's his name and uh, in a nutshell scott was trying to attack or sorry senator scott was trying to attack charlie kirk for tweeting quote homophobic lies about him saying that whatever charlie kirk said was really just riling up people, getting people to attack him. And to show an example of an attack that was sent in his direction, he basically typed up his own attack. Like he shared a screenshot on Twitter of these terrible words being said, saying bad things about gay people, saying how sick of an individual this particular Senator Scott Wiener is. But then at the bottom of what he was trying to show, you see like the cursor, like his typing cursor. So So you can can see that. that. He actually was creating hateful words to be directed against himself and then trying to act like that was something that was said to him. But in fact, he actually created the message itself. So it's literally like Jesse Smollett 2.0. He's creating a fake, like, hateful incident and saying that he was a victim. Do you know if there's been any blowback? Has the story just been dropped? Like The story's been mostly dropped, except for Twitter, which is where I think most journalism is kind of happening now in in the country because it's definitely not on the mainstream channels. This is not something that has been widely discussed, certainly not on MSNBC or CNN, because why would they say anything that's negative towards the Democrat party? But here we are. It's, it's black and white, plain to see on Twitter. And I think the blowback has really been from the comment section. People saying, dude, like, what are you like? People are pointing out the cursor is right there. If you have audio of this, if you have the actual message itself, show us the receipts, show us the message because we can all circle around somebody and condemn hateful things being said. If someone's trying to attack this guy for being gay, that's a, that's not a that's not a cool thing to do. We can rally behind that. But if this guy's sitting here trying to fake a hateful situation for his own self gain, we're going to call him out. We're going to say, hey, dude, you're an idiot. You shouldn't probably be representing the people that you represent. It's not unlike that story of the Colorado gay club shooter. Now, that was everywhere. And they were talking about, it's you see how hate and those people that talk about homosexuality or LGBTQ as maybe not being God's best for us. Those people, they're the kind of people that go in and shoot up nightclubs. Now, 
that shows a gross misunderstanding of, for example, we talked about this on our, on our entertainment review, because Adam, our, our entertainment reviewer is with a, with focus on the family's plugged in reviews, right? And he was a couple of blocks, his house is a couple of blocks from this nightclub, and wow. his company had blood-painted words, their blood is on your hands, on a sign there. Oh, man. But it shows a gross misunderstanding of people saying, you know what, this is not God's best. However, you have the right to believe and to act and to do as you see fit. You really do. You can sleep with whoever you want, love whoever you want. That's your thing. But where marriage is concerned, you have to understand it's a religious thing. I've said it a lot on this. And you've heard me say this, Adam, where if you are taking communion and the world says, communion, I want to do communion too. I just like doing it with root beer and pizza. Communion needs to be considered root beer and pizza. No, it doesn't. Because it's a religious practice. It's a religious thing. You want to sleep with someone, you want to have rights to be with whoever you want, have whoever you choose in the hospital with you, share your benefits for work with. I'm in, I am in support of, that's your choice. And it's really none of the government's business or my business. But marriage that's God's thing. He can call it whatever he wants. And I have the free right to say, you know what? This is God's best. I don't care who you're with, what you identify with. You're welcome in my house. You're welcome in my church. But don't expect me to bend the gospel to meet your convictions. That's not what works. Said, Michelle, really well said. And that's really how it should be, right? We are not here to judge each other. That's not for us to do. We should be here to love each other, to support each other, and right. to kind of guide us along the way, right? And so that's that's what I think our job is to do. But we're not here to judge. And we're certainly not here to create false narratives about a fake hate crime to gain influence or power or, no, or, or because support. because that story, my point was supposed to be, the story was dropped when they found out that he was non-binary. When they found out that he identifies as they them whatever michelle it was like within hours of that it was like eh, there's no story here they were like they quickly deflected to the weird porn star made dad who was a weird character of his own sort and then it was over just like the by the way just like the pelosi attack like the guy with the hammer in pelosi's house i would love to see that that video by the way there's at least a couple body cam cameras that would be very telling it was dropped right because it doesn't fit a narrative and it doesn't fuel fire towards, I think, additional hate on really those two Scott Wiener says are MAGA grifters. So I want to show exactly how uh, right now they are fighting hard. The left is going hard for the LGBTQ alphabet mob, but America is going we will have none of it. And here are some examples. We know the U.S. Senate just passed the Disrespect for Marriage Act. And this Disrespect for Marriage Act is a landmark legislation. It is protecting America's asset access to same-sex marriage and solidifies rights that were already established in 2015. But the rights of religious freedom are completely threatened under this bill, and it's not by accident. Think about this for a moment. There was a statement by a Utah Republican, Senator Mike Lee, and he said on Twitter, you know what? 
I would support this if the sponsors would include an amendment to protect the government from removing tax exemption status based on religious beliefs about same-sex marriage. But the sponsors adamantly refused. Why? Because, oh, they want your religious beliefs too. The thought police, come on. Alliance Defending Freedom says that it will expose Americans throughout the country to predatory lawsuits by activists that are just seeking the threat of litigation to silence the debate. How dare you have a difference of opinion? This is horrible. But it's horrible, and it's also, Michelle, it's overly broad, and that's why Senator Lee was trying to make it way more defined and also to specifically protect religious freedom. Because religious freedom is not specifically protected here, as the Alliance for Defending Freedom is saying here, yeah, this is going to open up a wave of very costly, you you might have called it like a very light sort of lawsuit. Like this is going to be a ridiculous wave of stupid lawsuits that- and Is it um, even legal? We're seeing it played exactly out. Right. You heard about this case, the web designer who opposes gay marriage and it's going before the Supreme Court. Haven't they already ruled on these things with the, cake the shop, florist right? and the cake maker? But she is being forced to- uh, include gay marriage. No, she shouldn't have to. She no. should be able to do business however she chooses to do business. It's well, exactly right, Michelle. The truth is the free market would solve this problem, right? If this is a web designer or a business that doesn't want to serve, the gay community will take note and they will take their business elsewhere. And if there is another web designer that wants to do business with that customer, then they will do business with that customer and they'll probably make a lot of money and do very well. All right. You know, yeah. that, so the point is if businesses act in certain ways, they're going to attract certain types of business, right? And if that's the kind of business they want to attract, then more power to them. But we turn but when the government hate. says do you, you have to. Baronella Stead- Studsman, if I said her name right, wrong, she was the florist who started a lot of this. And she said, you know what? I just don't want to do flowers for a gay wedding because I don't believe that that's marriage. Now, if you want to do a civil union, I've done flowers for the same couple who wanted to just send a I love you bouquet. That's fine. But somewhere along the lines, because of my faith, I have to draw the line. Now, right. I, that doesn't mean every Christian's going to feel that way. I might just do it. I don't because I want to show that I love you. I don't know what I would do if I were in that position. But it that's the point. It should be right. choice based exactly on my right. conviction, not freaking yours. How that's the point, dare right? You? For better or worse of the business of the brand, it's that brand's decision. It's not the government's choice or it shouldn't be the government's place to mandate how they're going to conduct themselves. It's true. And honestly, the world is, at least America, is having none of it. We've had we've well, gotten tired of it being shoved down our throats, so to speak. Mickey Mouse has an idea of that, doesn't he, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new Disney chief is regretting their battle with the state of Florida. Did you hear about this? Yeah, so it's like the, it's almost like the, so the new chief, right? Like he was there for a hot second. Like he was CEO once upon a time. It's kind of like Jack Dorsey with Twitter. Like now Bob Iger is <laughs> back at Disney. And yeah, it looks like Disney's in a world of hurt right now because they just had one of the biggest losses ever with the film release. Oh yeah. Strange world on track to lose a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So they spent like 180 million on this film and it's basically, it's what is it? I read it was a, it's a gay character who basically leads people down a commentary of climate change. And 
they released it was a, the weekend of Thanksgiving weekend, which is typically a pretty good weekend for film releases. And I know this is a shocker, but people would rather go watch Top Gun Maverick a second time. From home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know what else people would be willing to watch? And this is where Hollywood just doesn't get it. The Chosen. Now, The Chosen is a streaming show that people can get for free, by the way, that talks about the life of Jesus. It's well acted. It is privately funded. And yet The Chosen, which people can watch for free their season three if i have it right episodes one and two were out in theaters and people chose to see chosen over disney's strange world and it beat out a lot of oscar bait shows so what (laughs) is it though and this is what the free market has to do it will correct the course of the country as people start to use their dollar and they start to pay money where their values are in alignment with. But if Disney is producing garbage, if they forgot who their paying customers are, they're going to have these huge losses. Like that's Read going to continue room, to happen. Disney. The room. It's like what I, yeah, it's, it's what Jessica and I say to our pug Delilah sometimes, because she has a really hard time reading the room. Like she'll come in at a hundred miles an hour, super high octane. Everyone's trying to just chill, read the room. <laughs> Disney here. If Bob Iger is going to sit here and do his job as CEO, which his job is to give a return to the shareholders of Disney. He better start producing content that is family friendly. Go back to what was to make, to what made Disney a great company, create family friendly stuff. Otherwise you will continue to lose customers to free options like the chosen or to people who are subscribing to other options like the Tuttle twins and daily wire plus things like that. Family friendly content that is free from indoctrination. Just educate and then let the kids make up their own minds for themselves with parental guidance. I like it. Cause now you have to forgive me. Cause I just, I was trying to remember the great American family. Yeah. That's a new service. It's a new, they have all these cool Christmas shows. Candace Cameron Burr is behind it. Oh yeah. I, I have it on all the time now. I just totally, it's great. It's just, it's freaking refreshing is what it is. It's and, like, in a world of Alyssa Milano's and Candace Cameron Burr's, go with Candace Cameron. She keeps it real, and she's actually not crazy like Alyssa Milano in her Nazi vehicle. And here's what I want to remind you of as we come to the end of our program today. Freedom and what we have here, stop taking it for granted. We complain and apologize for America when you look around the world and you realize how good we have it. Ask Brittany Griner, who, you know, dissed America and didn't want to honor the national anthem. And now she's sitting in a Russian prison doing hard labor and her misery has, uh, God, I pray for that girl. That is, so it's just, she still identifies as a girl. I don't know, but I pray (laughs) for her anyway. I just ache for that and people like that, but maybe it's a wake up call to remember how good we have it here because here's a couple of stories. China, Adam. I've been there. I've been to China. (laughs) I know a thing or two about how things run in China, right? If you're not a member of the Chinese communist party, you really don't have any upward mobility. You have to be a part of the party to go anywhere. And Michelle, I think we're seeing... That sounds inc- familiar. Uh. <laughs> sadly, sadly so. But the people in China back. right now, they are showing incredible bravery. When they protest, they might never go home that night. Like, when they protest, 
they their families might be harmed if they're caught on video. When they protest, they can lose everything. Mm -hmm. And I saw I saw one video from uh, on social media, and there was a camera footage of the from, from the Chinese government Communist Party, and there was someone who they deemed to be a protester. So they then put cameras inside his apartment. They visited him personally. They beat him up in front of his child, who looked like a toddler, and they monitor that guy's every activity, his every interaction. Here in America, when BLM protesters, white liberals yelling in the face of a black cop, oftentimes they're met with no accountability if they wait, conduct themselves in a way that includes violence or destruction of property. Unless it's January 6th, but that's another story. Oh my gosh, in the J6ers, you literally have J6ers in solitary confinement now when people who are on bail for murder are released within hours. Or pedophiles within the same year. The person who attacked Lee Zeldin on stage with a knife trying to put like a sharp object in his neck was released within hours in New York. It's yeah, and can I put that more too, into Michelle. perspective? What do you think your rights came from? How seditious do you think those founders of the Constitution oh, yeah. were? But when we look at China, for example, thousands of people um, are defined authorities. Thousands of people, especially young people in major cities, demanding to be freed from COVID tests, lockdowns, and free speech and the like they have had it and that's not and that's china let's well, look at another part of the world go ahead adam oh my i was just gonna say like in china like how long can you survive three years of being sealed inside your apartment right three years of dealing with the threat of being shipped out to a covid camp it's absurd. I don't know. Biden wants to make COVID a, a priority. Forget the fact that <laughs> Americans can't afford a median house anymore. That's not a priority. COVID is. And here's well, another story. Yes. Iran is threatening their soccer team. If you're following the World Cup religiously like I am, the Iranian team, who the American team, the U.S. national team will be playing, they have threatened their soccer team. They better behave or else their families would be imprisoned or tortured because the players protested, did exactly what the U.S. women's national team did. They protested the anthem. There was no prison. There was no threats here in the U.S. We discuss it in the court of public opinion and say, yeah, that sucks that you did that. Yeah, go represent your country, but diss your anthem. We can talk about it, but no torture. No, no one's canceled because of it. But these players, they, on the World Cup stage, they express solidarity with protesters against the tyrannical Iranian regime. They didn't sing the anthem before. They stood, but they didn't sing the anthem before their game with England. And now it's been reported that they are being threatened, that a, a source closely monitoring Iran's security agencies operating in Qatar said that there have been dozens of officers from Iran that have been drafted to monitor the players, they're not allowed to mingle outside the squad or meet with foreigners. How do you like that? Well, they also shipped in several thousand people, paid actors, to cheer for the Iranian team as well. Like basically trying to show this like this presentation that the country is united. It's crazy, Michelle. Like you were saying, the U.S. women's team, right? After they made their own protest, they went home. They came to the United States. They got a raise. They did a media tour. Rapino was at the White House getting a medal from President Biden. These Iranian soccer athletes, man, they literally 
have to fear torture. Like you said, they have to fear their families being victimized in, in violent ways just because they're trying to show solidarity with so many other brave Iranians who do not agree with the tyrannical government that's running their country that has really also separated families from Iranians living here in the United States who have lived very prosperous lives, who fled this yeah. government. They have a hard time now even staying in touch with relatives that are still in Iran. It's really a terrible tragedy. And it's like hats off to those in China, hats off to those in Iran who are standing up for what God gave us, which are inalienable human rights. Like, God bless those people. We need to pray for them because yep. they do face peril right now. They are facing real danger. And this is where we need to be so grateful. At this holiday season, maybe it's time to center back in on what's important and realize that what we have here is great. It is worth talking about. It's worth being canceled over, which Adam and I have been a few times. It's worth it. And Adam, I can't tell you, there's been so many people who have said, Michelle, you, you are, you have this legacy of experience you should be working at this place or that place you you are putting your career in danger because of what you talk about you know what it's worth it our freedom is worth it for you know i'm not putting myself on the line i'm not like our brave soldiers who are on the front lines and i could die at any minute this is just words and you know what it's worth it it's worth it for the legacy of freedom that we have today. It is worth it so that we can speak truth and so that we have the right that you don't have in China, that you don't have in other countries to speak the truth of God's love because that's what it's really about. If we have freedom of speech, we have the freedom to tell you and to spread the good news. If we don't have freedom of speech, you better believe I'm going to be doing it anyway. I just may be doing it from behind bars, but nonetheless, <laughs> appreciate the freedom that we have today. Stop being woke. Wake the heck up and say thank you for what we have. Adam, bring us home. Said Michelle, and really, quote that comes to my mind is, have you guys heard that quote, words are violence? Yes. You probably have. The thing is, words are not violence. Words are words, and thank God for that. When you hear extremists try to tell you that words are violence, they're trying to attack free speech as one of those great things that keeps us away from violence. It keeps us at the same table having discussions that really matter. So as we approach the holidays and as you hear people say, oh, words are violence, you know the truth. Thanks for listening to our show today, guys. Please do check us out on MyMichelleLive.com. Like, follow, subscribe, comment. Send comments to me and Michelle. Let us know what you think. Don't forget the merch store as well. There's a lot of really cool My Michelle Live gear there. Thank you guys for listening to The God Story. And God bless you. We'll catch you next time. For more fun, go to MyMichelleLive.com.